Welcome Truth Seekers all across the Fruited Plain. I'm your host, Kim S. Anderson, bringing you Civics Made Simple. Hashtag we are exceptional. These are bite-sized civics lessons designed for you to take and share wherever you go. These are important times. Times that American citizens like you and me need to know how our rights came to be and the responsibilities that go along with them. Awesome. Hey guys. Oh my gosh, welcome. Welcome. <laughs> it's Kim Anderson doing our online civics course and our topic today is a really, really special um, topic. It's the preamble to the Constitution. And my source material for this is the civics lesson from Alpha Omega Publishers. Um, and so, you guys know that I'm just not making this up. Though I could, it might be pretty good, but I'm not making it up because we actually do have a preamble, right? It's just, once again, amazing sort of the depth and understanding of our founding fathers to even create the Articles of Confederation, to realize that that wasn't working and they needed a different form of government, not just an update to the Articles of Confederation, but a whole new system that would work for everyone, that would work for the states, that would work for the new centralized federal government and protect the liberties of the individual. Like, how did they even get that, that understanding? Well, we know how. Our past lessons have told us how. They learned their lessons well about taxation without representation and the oppression that a monarchy can bring. They learned those lessons well, and they were so determined that this new government, this brand new government, would not have those encumbrances. And so... They came up with, in 1787, they came up with this completely new form of government that overrode the Articles of Confederations, made them null and void, and they created a constitution. And in that constitution, the beginning of the constitution is called the preamble. It's something that every American should know. And what the, what the preamble did and, and does is it gives the framework of why the Constitution is being established, okay? So let's go over it. Let's say it. Say it with me. I'm not going to sing it, though I would love to. I'm going to resist singing it. I think I did that in one of our early video, earlier videos where I actually sang the Schoolhouse Rock version of the preamble. So you guys have to go back to the archives and find that. But I did do it. I remember doing it. Okay, let's read it. Ready? We the people of the United States, in order to form a more perfect union, establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility, provide for the common defense, promote the general welfare, and secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity, do ordain and establish this Constitution for the United States of America. So guys, let's just take a few minutes and let's just break down these individual clauses and statements made in the preamble. 
The first one that's really important is the first statement. We, the people of the United States. That's really important because the Articles of Confederation were actually powers given to the central government from the states. This distinction is powerful that it's now we the people because though we are and though they were residents of certain states, Virginia, North Carolina, New York, New Hampshire, Georgia, though they were they were residents of those states, they made the important distinction of being even maybe a step above that and saying we the people of the United States. So they placed almost a greater emphasis on the country than they did the states, which is a tremendous distinction because prior to, it had been all about the state's autonomy, right? And so this was a very, very vast and important distinction that was being made. It's not we, the states, it's not, you know, Rhode Island, Massachusetts, New York, it's no, it's we the people that comprise those states. We the people. So that's a key point that the people are, are gathering and making a statement, not the states, the people. And what are we the people saying? That in order to form a more perfect union. Now here's the deal, the, the, the Articles of Confederation was probably a really grand experiment and if they had had the meat to actually get done what they wanted to get done with the Articles of Confederation, we'd probably all be living under the Articles of Confederation now. Like if it had worked, we'd still be using it. But what the Articles of Confederation gave them was data, <laughs> if I can put it in our 21st century terms. It gave them 13 years of data to understand, mm, this isn't quite working out how we needed it. So it was a very valuable time. But what they discovered was just a, an innate weakness in the, in the Articles of Confederation, especially when it came to being able to collect dollars from the states. They didn't really have a mechanism to do that. If the, if the states decided to pay, great. If they decided not to pay, there was really nothing they could do. But what was happening was that those that were involved with, militarily with the federal government, you know, wasn't quite the federal government, but you know, at that time, they were like not getting paid. And so they were giving up their time and their energy and their blood and they weren't getting paid. And so the federal government at that point didn't have the ability to mandate funds from the states. So it was a it was a it was a true issue in the articles. Um, and so realizing that the articles weren't perfect, um, they they wanted to and I think the wording is just amazing. They wanted to establish not the perfect union, but a more perfect union. <laughs> like they knew it may not ever be like a hundred percent perfect because no people aren't a hundred percent perfect. So guess what? It can never be a hundred percent perfect, but just how about more perfect? Something that's gonna work more better <laughs> for us as a country, a more perfect union. And so, um, so they made the, they made that decision that they were, that they, they almost knew that they were going for an ideal, maybe not attainable per se, but more perfect. Can we just keep that idea in mind that we are going for a more perfect union? And what did they want that union to do? They wanted it to establish justice. 
awesome is that? Establish justice because I'm telling you, they learned their lesson so well that they felt so oppressed that, that they knew that some of the things that they experienced that caused the Revolutionary War, that they never wanted those things to happen on American soil again. So they wanted to establish justice. And I'm just looking at my notes. They never wanted to have um, the oppressive rule of a king and a monarchy again. They never wanted to have taxation without representation again. They never wanted people to be tried by someone that wasn't their peers. Does this sound at all like the Bill of Rights? Like these were things that they were very, very clear on. And they wanted a system um, that would fairly and impartially administer justice for citizens, for states. They needed something that would establish fairness. And so that became our judiciary system, which we now have, you know, which we have state, state courts, federal courts, we have all kinds of courts now, but they wanted a system that would administer justice fairly. And so I'm just reading my notes, just hang on for a sec. Um, and then they wanted a branch of government that could not only serve to check and balance the other branches, but would be subject to the same scrutiny from the legislator, legislative and executive branches. So they wanted it to be a branch of government, but not a branch that, that sat above the other two, but was equal with the other branches of government and could be checked themselves if, if it looked like they were getting out of control. And so they were, the, founder, found, the founding fathers were very clear that they wanted to provide for the guarantee of equal protection of all citizens under the law and to strive for the standard of justice that the framers um, of the Constitution wanted to achieve. We, have, we, we still continue to fight against the, the things of discrimination and, and things like that, but each generation tries to do better to make sure that the, the levy, the, the levy <laughs> that the playing fields are level for all citizens. So, and why is that important? because it ensures domestic tranquility. And what does that mean? It says here, uppermost in the minds of the writers of the Constitution was forming a government with sufficient power to regulate the activities of the states and the citizens within those states. They wanted the people to be able to have a peace we have fought so hard in the Revolutionary War and gone through the Articles of Confederation that they wanted them to now be able to enjoy the fruits of those fights, like to enjoy the freedoms that they fought to attain. They wanted to ensure domestically here in America tranquility, that you, you, know, you don't have to, 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 to be in one state and feel like the other state's gonna come and attack you we want to ensure domestic tranquility, which, you know, like, could you imagine, like, if you lived in Pennsylvania and then all of a sudden Virginia decided, you know what, we want to expand our territory and we're taking over Pennsylvania. Like, stuff like, like, they were like, no, 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 we are United States and our people are Americans, though they might reside in other states. We want to ensure on this land that we have domestic tranquility. And... Another way we do that is that we provide for the common defense. 
I mean, it's so simple. You know, that means we have a militia, we have a military that protects our borders, and we have state militias that can be called upon federally to provide for our common defense. Like, we, the citizens, don't have to arm ourselves. I mean, we, we do when we can, but not for the, not for the point of, of fortifying our state against, <clears throat> excuse me, against another state. We're here together. We are, we the people of the United States provide for the common defense. That's what our federal government, according to the preamble, is being established to do. And when we have those things, it promotes the general welfare. Like, we're feeling good, you know? We can walk around, we're free to move about the country. It promotes the general welfare of established, the object of establishing justice, ensuring domestic tranquility, providing for the common defense was to promote general welfare. Like now we can take a deep breath, the government's functioning and doing what it's doing. And now we, the individual people, we, the people can go about our lives to create that life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness that was promised, promised to us in the Declaration of Independence. Like, yeah, we get to be independent. We get to do what's in our heart to do. We get to create what's in our heart to create. We get to, to live in, in that tranquility and in that peace and promote general welfare, not just to me, but to you too and to, to, to all our citizens. Isn't that amazing? It's almost, well, I won't go there, but you got, it's like, that's why, it's a miracle. Like this form of government, the reasoning behind it was and is a miracle. And when we have that, when, when the general welfare is promoted, it secures the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity. Not just for our generation, but it ensures the blessings of liberty. And I was, I was asking myself, what are the blessings of liberty? And it goes back to the Declaration of Independence. Life freedom, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That's what America is all about. I mean, like, it, whoo, you guys good? Okay, it almost tipped over, but I saved it. But isn't that amazing? Isn't that, isn't that exciting? Like, that's what our country was founded for. That's why they created the form of government that they did, to secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity us and our children and our children's children do ordain and establish this constitution for the United States of America. Now here's what's really powerful about those statements is that we the people gave that authority to the government. It's the constitution for the United States, not the constitution of the United States. We the people have given this constitution to the United States and it wasn't the states giving this constitution to us, we the people. See, we the people, this is our country. We the people, we the people. And through the constant vigilance of every citizen, we can attain the blessings of liberty for our generation and generations to come. That's what it says in the book. <laughs> but isn't that awesome? It's so awesome. We do ordain and establish this constitution. Who? We the people, not we the states, 
we the people do ordain and establish this constitution for the United States of America. See, it's all about you. It's all about the individual and it's about the federal government and it's about the states and how they all work together to establish the constitution for the United States of America. Well, this, this lesson just really just sort of got me in my heart. It's, it's the ideals that it sets forth for us are just amazing. And so guys, share this video. Our, let's see what our next lessons are. Ooh, our next one is gonna be on the separation of powers, checks and balances. That will be very cool. And then let's see what else we have coming up. Ah, the ability to uh, the ability to change. We're going to be talking about then how amendments come to be, um, the Bill of Rights, the interpretation of the Bill of Rights, how the Constitution gets amended. We'll be talking about that. That's going to be juicy. Share this lesson. Help people understand the beauty and the benefit of being an American citizen, and. Repeat that preamble to yourself. If you don't know it by heart, memorize it. If you need help memorizing it, go find the Schoolhouse Rock Constitution video, and then you'll be singing it just like we are for those of us that grew up in that time frame. It's a great time to be an American. All right, guys, it's been my pleasure, and we will see you back on our next lesson real soon. God bless everybody. Bye-bye. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Civics Made Simple. This is your host, Kim S. Anderson, inviting you to visit our site, kimsanderson.me.me, for the latest and most up-to-date information on our podcast and our store. Follow us at hashtag WeAreExceptional on Instagram and Twitter. God bless, and we'll see you next time. Oh,